Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Thor Ragnarok, the best Thor film in the franchise. And I don't think most people would disagree with this statement. After somewhat disappointments of the first two movies, Marvel asked Taika Waititi to make some changes with the third movie and he did what he was asked, doing a lot of what he is known for in his movies, having his style of humor and color palette, changing Thor quite a bit from the other movies. He was much more serious in his previous movies. This one has him making a lot more jokes and seemingly kind of dumber. Thor was never a thinker, but he just seems less intelligent and unable to properly communicate to people sometimes. His scenes with Loki are well written, and that seems to be the only times where he actually seems to be intelligent. I don't know how to describe it. Like, he kind of falls for dumb shit, and I don't know, it's like he doesn't understand, like, how some people work in the universe like when he goes to the other planet Sakaar and he's like wow I can't believe these guys are evil like just kind of the vibe he gives off I'm like you're you're Thor you 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 fought hundreds of enemies thousands of enemies probably across hundreds of worlds you don't think there's something like this out there I don't know. That's just me. Um, and I will say the scenes with Loki are a natural progression of the characters. Thor is ultimately given up on trying to change his brother, being completely honest with him, saying things like, you could be great, but you have become predictable, and unless you get out of your own way, you'll be this way forever. Thor actually gets the better of him towards the third act of the movie, because he knew that Loki would double-cross him, so he had a plan set up for that. And honestly, that was probably my favorite part of the movie. It's that one scene in terms of the writing that's my favorite part of the movie i think it's you know a good progression and it is a way for thor and loki to naturally continue their relationship instead of you know other shit i kind of wish that there was more conversations about you know loki pretending to be odin pretending to be dead a second time Sorry, a third time? I don't even know if I can remember at this point. Yeah. Literally, in the first two Thor films, Loki dies. Supposedly. And I'm glad they didn't do that again in this movie. Because, oh my god. If, if he died a third time, I'd be like, really? Again? Like a fake out death, obviously. Because we have all seen um, Avengers Infinity War, most likely, if you're listening to this review. So. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm glad that that's not fucking done again in this movie. I do wish they kind of addressed that a little bit more. Because I feel like that would have been something to you know, talk about. Because Odin kind of dies. It, I'm not sure if it was because of old age or because he's no longer like really drawing power and life from the from Asgard. Because I know he, he goes into the, his Odin sleep and things like that. So I don't know if that's exactly why he died. But yeah, he just he got old. I'm dying. Essentially, like, became one with the Force, disappeared, and then, boom, the villain shows up. Uh, the biggest complaint I can say about this movie is that it's not sure what story it wants to tell, and it has a hard time mixing the two stories sometimes. This movie is called Thor Ragnarok, but it's also a Planet Hulk movie. This story is supposed to be about the end of Asgard in the MCU, but more than half the movie takes place on Sakaar, taking huge gaps in... Uh, into the scenes with the movie's villain in the in the home world you're supposed to care about. Yeah, it, huge gaps of time will go by where you're like, wait a minute. Oh yeah, I forgot about Asgard. We have to go back to Asgard. Things like that. It happens quite often. 
And you're supposed to care more about them than what's going on there, and it's just not as entertaining. This movie kills pretty much all of Thor's friends, and it's not even talked about, really. Like, all of them die. Hela kills them all. Kills pretty much everyone in Asgard, besides Heimdall and Lady Sif, but Lady Sif is also just missing from the movie. Uh, A lot of the scenes are filled with jokes, which affect the tone of the movie a lot. Uh, Luckily, a good amount of jokes are funny, and the character dynamics work really well, especially between Thor and Hulk. Thor was made into a Marvel comic to be a character that could fight Hulk and be as strong as him. Obviously, Thor is a real mythical character, but the reason Stanley wanted him to be in the Marvel comics is for that reason. So those two naturally connect. But um, yeah, I just kind of feel like if you're going to have all of Thor's friends die, that should be talked about more instead of just being like, they're dead. I don't know if it's just because the character sucked and they were like, what if we just kill them? I mean, to be honest, I didn't give a shit they died. So yeah, I was like, oh, those, there's that character that was replaced by a different actor in the second one. He's dead. And there's the bearded dude with the axe. He's dead. And that one Asian dude. He's dead. Okay. Um, I don't give a shit. I mean, I like uh, uh, Carl Urban's character much more. He's barely in the movie, and I like him much more than any of those three. Honestly, he's much more memorable, to be honest. He has his two uh, AR... I think it's the AR-15s or whatever the fuck he said. I'm pretty sure it's AR-15. Um, they call him, he named them Des and Troy, so because he put them together and they destroy. It's I, I do think that joke's kind of dumb, but you know at least it's memorable. I'll give him that. I remember that scene. So, huzzah! The action is cool. Thor finally discovering that the power of the Thunder God was in him, not his hammer. His father's spirit came to him to essentially tell him to use your true power, and then you weren't the God of Hammers. So, uh, you are the God of Thunder. So fucking use it god damn it <laughs> um it was really fun to see a rematch between thor and hulk they haven't fought since the first avengers movie the fight does get really destructive which is good because they have the strength of gods so it should be pretty badass and i liked it a lot and to be honest uh thor won i know that they fake it out and have hulk knock knock him out but uh, thor won that fight because uh, they cheated so yeah anyway i like i like thor more than hulk anyway I like Thor more. Anyway, Hela's power seems to be throwing swords. I mean, it, it looks kind of cool, but I mean, she's the god of death, so it might be kind of hard to turn that into something live action. I don't know. So she's just she just makes weapons and throws swords and shit out of her body. And it's at least say it's cool. I mean, the helmet shit. She looks cool. The the outfit's badass. I like the actress. It's cool, so I can't complain too much about her character. Uh, I want to like Hela, but she doesn't really get enough to make her compelling or great. She had an interesting backstory, the forgotten daughter of Odin, and was locked away with Odin's power, and once he died, she was able to return. Her only real claim to fame is that she destroys Mjolnir, and that's pretty much it. And, you know, like I said earlier, killing Thor's friends, which means absolutely fucking nothing to most people because um, I'm a pretty avid comic book fan and even I didn't even give a fuck so I can't imagine the general audiences were like who cares so 
I don't know. I mean, the performance is good. It's great. It's just not enough. The Grandmaster feels more like the villain of the movie because he's given much more screen time and holds uh, Hulk, Valkyrie, Thor, and Loki on Sakaar for most of the movie. They escape by causing an uprising with his friends Korg and Meek that he met in the fighting pits. So it's like, why is so much more effort, clearly, was put into the Grandmaster villain? It, it, it should have just done that. Honestly, I would have just preferred if they just did Thor and Hulk on, with the Planet Hulk story. I think it works better. It just does. Now, Hela should be up there with the with the great villains list. I mean, we got, we got Thanos, Loki, Killmonger, and I would I'd like to put Ego on the list, but I think he's a good villain. I don't think he's a great villain. I think Loki, Th- Thanos, and Killmonger stand above the rest in terms of the ones I've reviewed so far. Which is why some of you are like, what about that villain? But like, not yet. I, I'm, I'm adding to the list as I make a new reviews. So that's why Killmonger is now on the list. Why I didn't list it before. So, yeah. She just it doesn't hit that mark. It's just not good enough. She should be up there. She should be at least up with Ego. Because, I mean, she destroys Mjolnir. She takes over Asgard, essentially. And yet you still don't give a fuck about the character. And she feels like a Bax character. She feels more like the secondary villain, like I said, to the Grandmaster. I felt way more threat to the characters from the Grandmaster than Hela. Because she's like, oh, she's, she's stronger. But, like, I mean, he's fought stronger villains than himself in other movies. So who gives a shit? Plus Hulk and other characters are now with her. A Valkyrie's with her. And so is Thor. And a whole bunch of other people. I'm not that worried about it. So yeah I will say um, I do quote this movie a lot but it's one specific quote and it's when Hulk tries to attack Salter and then he's like stop stop it for like stop trying to smash for one minute and he's just like big monster like I say that all the time and it's pretty much every time I watch like a Godzilla film like big monster <laughs> so yeah I think that's the, the, the my favorite thing from this movie that one quote from Hulk. Big monster. Because I relate. I love giant monsters. And I will say, Salter is pretty badass. He's pretty cool. He's voiced, by, he's voiced by the same guy that voices Mr. Krabs and plays the villain in Highlander. So that's kind of interesting, in case you didn't know. He also voiced Lex Luthor in the old Super... Uh, actually, in most of the DC animated stuff. So, that's pretty neat, too. But, uh, yeah. Well, I give this movie a 7 out of 10. I think it's good. Um, overall, I think it's very entertaining. It's a good movie. It just has those little problems that don't really grow into real big problems until Thor Love and Thunder, which I'll review later. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think you do, it is better than the other two. It's better than Thor 1 and 2, So, but it's still a 7. I still think it's good. Um, the tonal issues add a little bit to it, but my main problem is how it doesn't fully coherently mix the two stories so yeah plus it has a better villain than other movies i've seen in the mcu she's still i would still wouldn't call her a good villain she's an okay villain so that's why it's a seven so well i hope you enjoyed this review if you did i have reviewed a fuck ton of other marvel movies and other mcu films so if you want to go check those out it's highly fucking appreciated also if you want to drop a follow on whatever app you're streaming through that's also appreciated. Give you a big old kiss. 
So <laughs> thank you. And I hope you have a good day. Hello, my loyal followers. And today I would like to talk to you about this new and exciting clothing brand, 1033 Industries. They are a group of former law enforcement and military members that are working towards giving back to the community that they are a part of. They feel they are obligated to help those that aren't given the resources they need. Working with nonprofit organizations like 220 and disgruntled vets, they want nothing more than to fulfill whatever the community that they love needs. They don't follow the words of good enough. Due to their strong background and discipline, they strive for excellence in quality goods. Having hats, barware, women's and men's clothing, having performance shirts, base shirts, and graphic tees. A great choice for anyone that is proud of what America should stand for and those that have protected and served its people and land. You can find them at www.1033usa.com along with more information about them and their affiliates. They have given me a discount code to give to you all. Use promo code 1033NATION at the checkout for $5 off your order. And that is all caps. Again, 1033NATION at the checkout for $5 off. Thank you, and please support the show's sponsor by using the discount code. It shows them that I sent you, and I greatly appreciate it. And I hope you have a fantastic day.